Welcome to the Rebel Physician Podcast, where we are creating a path for physicians to break free from the toxic medical system to create an enjoyable and a sustainable career in medicine. Join us each week as we challenge the status quo, push boundaries, and seek to create a better healthcare system for all. Happy February, almost March. This is my fourth anniversary episode of this podcast. And I was racking my brain for a long time thinking about what I could do, what I could talk about for this episode. And what I decided on is to take a look back into February 2020, which is an interesting time to reflect on considering what happened that year and see what's changed for me and the lessons that I can pull from the person who I am today compared to the person I was then. So in February of 2020, I was pregnant with my third daughter and I was um, one of four owners of a private practice and I was working full-time as OBGYN physician. I was also working on building my coaching business and I was burnt out but not willing to accept it yet. And that comes into my first lesson, which is desperation is never a good place to create from. And that's where I was in 2020. I just was looking through pictures and I there was a picture of me in being induced. I was had to be induced with my third baby because I had gestational hypertension. And I was being induced at 37 weeks. And during my induction, I was working on my course that I wanted to make sure I finished before she came. So I was in labor, early labor, with a computer on my lap, finishing up the course, which I actually have now for free in the Rebel Physician community. But I created that in like the last trimester of my pregnancy and finished it, put the finishing touches on during my induction. And I enjoyed that work, but I cannot deny that the underlying feeling of that I was creating from was desperation. And that's because I was feeling a desperation to change my circumstances, to not work the way I was working. And I wasn't yet ready to admit to myself or to anybody else that I needed a break. I needed to change how I was working because I felt that was a failure. So instead of just being honest and taking time off for resting, I worked twice as hard <laughs> with the hope that something would change. So lesson number one, nothing, no good creation can come from desperation. Let's put it, let's put it that way. The next thing that I remember about 2020 when I started this podcast was fear. I was so afraid. And that wasn't immediately when I started the podcast. The podcast brought me a lot of joy and connection, actually, because back then I was interviewing a lot of doctors. Like every week I was interviewing a physician about imposter syndrome. And 
that created a lot of wonderful conversations. The fear was related to more to myself, to my future, to my health, to my family's future because of what COVID meant to me and to my family. And I'm and I'm sure it's all the same fears you felt. You know, are you being safe? Are you doing the right thing? What's going to happen? Is this sustainable? I was worried about my my staff, my colleagues, and it was um, and my baby, my unborn child, and my parents and my grandparents, and um, the uncertainty was debilitating in moments. And what's interesting now is. There's still fear all the time in my life. I mean, I can be afraid of anything. I can be anxious about anything. I let it myself go there. But I now have a different relationship with fear. Like four years ago, it felt like suffocation. It felt like drowning. And now fear feels like this uncomfortable nagging that it's time to make a change, that I'm ready for growth. And... I know, I don't, I don't want to say that I'm in the point of my life where I think fear is a welcome um, companion. I'm not quite there yet, but I don't feel the same level of paralysis and suffocation that I did back then. Third thing that was true for me back then that I'm getting better at is not asking for help. I was, I had mentioned already that I wasn't yet ready to admit the need for rest and despite having a very supportive partner who did who does and does today and did back then so much of the bulk of our family work i was struggling to ask for help in so many aspects of my life emotionally psychologically even with this podcast, it took me like maybe two years before I was I was willing to outsource for editing, <laughs> which I have now. And I have a wonderful team of editors. And if you need podcast editing and support, then you should definitely start look them up. Pretty easy podcasts. They're amazing. But back then, I thought that I had to do everything myself. Now, I will more readily accept help and even seek it out. I think in the future, what I could continue to improve on is not waiting so long and not to the point where I'm totally burnt out and exhausted before I admit that I need help. And finally, I had this arrival fallacy, and this goes along with desperation that I mentioned first, but I had mentioned I was working on this course and I was so in such a rush to get it done because I knew, quote unquote, knew that once it was done, then it would, you know, build my business and I could change my circumstances and I wouldn't have to work as hard and I could take a break as a doctor and all of these amazing things we tell ourselves, right? This is the same thing we tell ourselves when we're in residency and when it's our life is going to be amazing when dot, 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 and that when never comes. And I was never able to truly enjoy the ride. And it was partly because I was doing something that I no longer enjoyed and my cup was totally empty. But it also, 
had to do with my constant focus on the future. Like my life will be better when my course is done, when I'm not in this position anymore, when something else happens. Instead of focusing on how I wanted to feel at that time and then bringing that feeling and that energy into my present moment, which is now the shift that I've made where really focusing on if I start to think that my life will be better when something happens in the future, I really work on closing that energetic gap and bringing whatever feeling I'm searching for into my now present moment. So that's what I have for you today. It's been a wonderful four years. I just got back from Grand Cayman where I was um, at the Women Physician Wellness Conference, leadership-focused conference where I was speaking about confidence, one of my favorite things to talk about. And it was just such a wonderful experience. We brought our two older kids which is the first time we've traveled anywhere with children who like don't need naps and diapers and can swim. And um, I can read a book by the pool instead of just kind of having to be lifeguard slash snack bringer slash, you know, all the other things that you are when you have a baby and a toddler. So it was really, really fun to uh, be with them and to, be at this conference. It's my favorite conference. I think I've talked about it before. If you are a woman physician, I highly recommend that you go. I will also be speaking at the one in Aruba in May. I think there's still time to sign up for that. But one of the things that one of the speakers talked about was how detrimental loneliness is to us as adults. And I think that this is even more so true for physicians. So if that's something that you think you're struggling with, which is definitely something I'm struggling with, then I will give you a personal invitation to come and join the Rebel Physician community. Send me an email. Tell me how your story. I would love to chat with you. And you can find all the free resources in there. Hope you have a wonderful week. I'm so glad you're here with me. Whether it's your first day or you've been with me since the beginning, I'm so, so grateful for you. You can go to rebelphysician.com to join our community. Have a wonderful week. Hey there. Just wanted to take some quick time here to let you know that if you have been thinking about doing a podcast and it feels really overwhelming and you like the idea of podcasting, but the other stuff like the editing and production feels too overwhelming, I wanted to let you know about the people who now edit and produce my podcast, which is Pretty Easy Podcasts. And for the first year and a half of my podcast, I was doing everything myself and I had tried to contract out editing and it was really got some really, really bad results. So I was hesitant to try again, but I'm so glad that I did because working with Pretty Easy Podcasts has been so amazing. They can get your shows recorded, posted with a complete podcast studio at your disposal. You could record from home, your office or the park or really anywhere. And then they totally cater to your schedule and 
they're, it's just so easy to work with them. I cannot say enough good things. So if it's been on your mind to do a podcast, then definitely check out Pretty Easy Podcast at prettyeasypodcast.com and sign up today. It's super affordable and it's so fun working with them. So definitely check it out. Thank you.